right, praise the Lord. Following the Word of God is always the right path to take. You look on the back of your bulletin and see where it's laid out that there is worldly wisdom. And we already know that it leads to destruction, don't we? A life without God is a life of destruction. According to our map, it's okay to go this way, says the world. Oh, but the child of God says, I'm following a different map, and it's the Word of God. Amen. Well, it is. It is our road map, isn't it? Praise God. All right. We want to sing some songs of praise to Him this morning. We're going to start out, I guess you'd call it a special. I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing an old song. When I come home Each day when I wake I offer a prayer My Father in heaven Listens up there I ask for the strength For all I must do He's guiding my footsteps
Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication and cleanness, inornate affection, evil concupience, covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them, but now ye also put off all of these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ in all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Well, we're going to go back to Genesis this morning. So if you'll turn with me to the very first chapter of Genesis, we have found to no surprise that though we're in the book of Genesis, we're taught about everything here throughout the Bible. It's all connected, isn't it? It's all showing the glory of the Son of God. We praise Him this morning that we're able to come together and to worship Him in spirit and in truth, uh, in prayer that we are guided by the Holy Spirit who holds the saving knowledge of God in His hand. The wind blows where it will, we may not know, but then we see the evidence thereof, don't we? It's the Holy Spirit. All right, we spoke some last week. Uh, on verse 24. But we're uh, on the sixth day of God's creation. And God created man. So Genesis chapter 1 and verse 24 is where we begin this morning. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Cattle, the creeping thing, and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. It's still so today. Just as God set it up to be, it is. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing upon the earth after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Of course it was good, because there was no one there to taint it yet. It was good. God created it. It's good. And God said, verse 26, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And you see, from the very beginning, 
God wasn't planning on just making one man. No, he created all of us in that one man, didn't he? Even Eve was taken from his rib. And let them, that's why I brought that out, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. All right. We looked at last week what was, and I've uh, introduced the question, asked the question, what was lost in the fall? Well, what existed before the fall? Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. They walked with God. There was only one tree that they didn't have access to. It's the only one that we have record of that God told them not to eat of it. Otherwise, you shall surely die. In that day, even, if you eat of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, you will die that day. Another word of God spoken by God that was fulfilled it came true all right so they had access to all the other trees well what other trees were there well we have record of that there was the tree of life in the midst of the garden the tree of life and they had access to it they were not commanded not to eat of the tree of life they had access to the tree of life. Now I want us to notice this tree of life. What did it represent? What did it stand for? If they did eat of the fruit of the tree of life, what did they gain? And I have to think of the source of life. It's the tree of life. So what comes from a tree of life if you partake of it? Life. So what did this tree represent? Well, what gives life? Knowledge of God, doesn't it? When God saves you and gives you life, how does He do it? Through a powerful, quickening, saving knowledge of Him. The more I thought about that, I thought, they had access to learn about God through the tree of life. Now, they were eventually forbidden from the tree of life. Why? Because they were driven from the garden and that's where it was. All right. The point I wanted to make there. So what was lost in the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden? This true knowledge, this relationship with God. It was lost because of sin. This knowledge, we find it in uh, the 29th verse of Romans 8, don't we? 
And God talks about being uh, his children being foreknown, whom he did foreknow. And we realize that that foreknow there represents foreloved. You see, it's a knowledge with affection, a powerful, life-giving knowledge. And so that knowledge, that saving, life-giving knowledge of God was represented in the Garden of Eden, I believe, by the Tree of Life. Man lost his connection with God. He lost his connection with Jesus Christ that he had. He was able to go to that tree of life and learn about his creator. We are allowed to go to Jesus Christ now and learn about our creator. And it's a it's a knowledge it's life-giving. Even as the tree of life in the Garden of Eden was life-giving through a knowledge. The Bible says that we're quickened. That he quickens us. And that literally means to make alive. So the tree of life is a source of that knowledge of God. And we have access to that now. Why? because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross of Calvary. What he first did for his 33 and a half years here on earth, what was that? Lived without sinning. He lived a life, the only life, that was acceptable to God the Father for other lives that had been given to him, to Jesus Christ, by the Father before the foundation of the world. You see, when he died on the cross, and you'll remember the account, the uh, the veil in the temple was rent from top to bottom. No one was allowed past that veil except for the high priest. He represented the others, but they didn't have access. Only he had access. And this was God's way, God's direction for them to live and to worship him in this way. But the Lord Jesus did away with that curtain, if you will, with that veil of separation when he gave up the ghost on the cross. He had satisfied God who was all the way back in the Garden of Eden. This is where God was displeased with man the first time when they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. All right. Natural man is separated from the true knowledge of God. The Bible tells us that he cannot receive it. Jesus Christ said, No one cometh to the Father but by me. He also, also said, No one cometh to me except my Father which sent me. Draw or drag him in. 
unless the Father which sent me draw them. There's that curtain. There's that separation. There's a great gulf uh, was told between the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man was in hell. And he asked, just let him take his finger and put a drop of water. He was in misery, wasn't he? Oh my God, he was misery. And it wasn't temporary. It's eternal. Eternal death. But praise God, what was lost in the Garden of Eden has been restored by Jesus Christ. We now have access to the tree of life. We have access to God. And we have access to His Word to learn of Him. We are not forbidden to partake of the Word of God. That's a change. Because, oh, we could read it. We could study it and know it better than anybody on earth. But without the revelation of how it applies to us, without the Spirit of God coming into our minds and hearts and changing us so that we understand it. Now, now we don't understand everything about it, but we understand that it applies to us through what? Faith. That's what He gives us. See, when we believe, He quickens our heart and we believe on Him. He loved us so much that He sent His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish like the rich man, but have everlasting life. And that everlasting life is found Him and it's already began if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you believe that He hung on the cross for you, your eternal life is already in existence. You're going to swap bodies but you're still going to be you. You're going to be this new creature that God has made in you. All right. Genesis chapter 3. And let's take a look at verse 24. We're going to see that access was denied to mankind because of their sin. Verse 24 in Genesis chapter 3 says, So he, God, drove out the man. And he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Access denied. I hate that when it comes up on the computer, don't you? Access denied. They had access before. They walked with him. They learned of him. They partook of him. Even as they partook of the tree of life in the midst of the garden. 
Access denied. Now back up to verse 20. Uh, I won't read through uh, the curse of the ground and and what the curse, uh, how it pertained to life. They got to work hard now by the sweat of their brow, and they got to deal with thorns and thistles, and we all do that too. But in verse 20, and Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Verse 21 says, Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins, and he clothed them with those coats of skins. He not only made an acceptable covering for their shame and their sin, but he applied it, didn't he? He clothed them. He didn't say, I got you some coats hanging over there in the garden. If you want them, you know, go over there. Put them on, didn't he? I think that's relevant. God saves us by his mighty power, doesn't he? By his mighty power. All right. And the Lord God said, verse 22, in Genesis chapter 3, the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. Something changed. There was a major change that took place after they became as one of them to know good and evil. And so he says, And now, since this has happened, now this is in effect. Now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. What is the tree of life? It's the Word of God, isn't it? I believe it is. What nourishes our spiritual life? It's the Word of God, isn't it? Through the revelation of the Holy Spirit, through the guidance of the Holy Spirit of God that dwells in our mind and heart and has effect on the way we think, the way we feel, the way we believe, who we trust in, where we put our confidence. Those coats of skins that God put on them, that God clothed them with, represented the Son of God Living an innocent life. That was an innocent animal. First record we have of death right there. A perfect representation of Jesus Christ. Being innocent or living a perfect life. That God knew he would be and was satisfied with on your behalf. For He did it for you on your behalf. Representing you. When he lived that perfect life. He knew you couldn't do it. But he loved you. And he didn't want you to spend eternity. In misery. In hell. So you see. The remedy. Is right here in the beginning isn't it? It's right here. In the beginning. Now access is allowed. 
access is allowed because Jesus Christ defeated all who would defeat you. When He rose from that grave, He had defeated death, hell, and the grave. He had defeated Satan who thought He had uh, sealed up the tomb. There's no way anybody's coming out of that tomb. Oh, but it was God Himself with all power in heaven and earth. Yes, He was forsaken by His Father when He was hanging on that cross. Many sound preachers would tell you, no, God would never forsake Him. But Jesus Christ would not have asked the question. He knew. He did it for the sake of those who would hear, including us. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He wanted us to ask that question. Because of my sin, because of your sin, that's why. He was literally carrying every one of those transgressions. Boy, it makes makes us hurt when we sin against Him, doesn't it? Because that's what He went through. An eternal Godhead, the Son, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, separated. Boy, He must really love us, huh? God must really care about us. We said a while ago, John fourteen six, the Lord said, No man cometh to me, no one cometh to the Father, but by me. That but means only. There is no other way. All right. So let's turn to Ephesians now. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, I'm going to begin reading in verse 14 or 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of God, of the Son of God. That's what we've been talking about, isn't it? I believe that the tree of life was where they found knowledge, where they learned about the Son of God and His glory. Do we all come to unity of faith, believing in Him, and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man or woman? That's where we're headed, isn't it? It is. This life that God has given us, it is progressively turning us more and more to be like Him. We were created, man was created in the image of God. 
You've been recreated, praise God, to be conformed to His image. Predestined by the God that cannot lie. That's powerful, isn't it? It's powerful. So we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. You see? There's the image that we are progressively becoming like. That we henceforth, verse 14, be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men... And cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. We are growing up into him. From whom the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted, by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself, in love. And that's us. We're that body that's fitly framed together. We think in the flesh a lot of times, we need more parts. We need more parts of this body. But the Bible tells us that we are fitly framed together by Him. Unto the edifying of the body or itself in love. Verse 17 says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. See what happened when they partook of the knowledge the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes, they learned something they didn't know. But yes, they lost access to that knowledge, that knowledge of Jesus Christ. being alienated, verse 18, from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. There's that separation. There's that curtain. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If so that you have if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That she put off concerning the former conversation or the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So you see, the new man is created after the image of God too. But 
the effect from the moment they ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil in the Garden of Eden until God quickened your heart and showed you that Jesus Christ paid the price for your sin. That is done away with. Done away with. That's the old man. You now have a new man that you put him on, verse 24 tells us, that you put on the new man which is, which after God is, created in righteousness and true holiness. That's a new life right there. That's a life that is directed by the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit directs us into God's Word. Why? Because it's manna from heaven. Who's the true manna from heaven? Jesus Christ is, see. He is the gift that God gave. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one with another. Put away lying. Back to the Garden of Eden. What started all of this? What started the fall? It was a lie about God's Word, wasn't it? It was. What did the serpent say? Did God say that? Oh, you're not going to die. He don't want you to be uh, like Him. He don't want you to be God like Him. If you eat of that fruit, you'll be like Him. You'll, you'll know everything then like He does. It's a lie, wasn't it? But we're instructed. Put away lying. Speak every man truth. It's so important that we stand for the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we don't allow, whether it's for the comfort of uh, a person, whatever the reason is, it's important that we not allow a falsehood to enter into what we preach, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Put away lying. There was a lot lost at the fall of Adam and Eve. But these attributes that were lost in Adam and Eve are now being renewed in us. Because we have a new life. And this new life is in the image of God. And the likeness. Both of those terms are used. The image and likeness of God. So these attributes that were lost are now being restored in God's people. Man's free will is bound by sin, isn't it? 
It is because he's in darkness and he can't see the truth. Oh, but praise God that his quickening spirit saves those. All things work together for good to those that love the Lord, those that are the called according to his purpose. God gets all glory, don't he? It's his. Of course he does. He's going to get it. Whether we in our lives give it to him or not. It's his. He's God. None can thwart his hand. What a great Savior we have. This is the great study. And it's deep. It's very deep. We're scratching on the surface right now, but praise God that He leads and directs us in His Word. Oh, my prayer is that you've heard something today that brought honor and glory to Jesus Christ and showed Him where He is. He's at the right hand of the throne of God and praise God He's making intercession for you because you don't know how to pray as you should, nor do I. What a Savior. Oh, we love the Lord, don't we? Because He first loved us. All right.